With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
we have something that separates itself out from our duration. For one island there, we are 62 years old, we are 12 years old, we are 40 years old, and the game exists in some island outside of time, some eternal present, which is a kind of uh, corridor into eternity. and 
Oakland and Texas, three games out. I mean, these races are going right down to the wire. I mean, wild card-wise, we got Atlanta and St. Louis basically pretty much taking over the two wild card spots with L.A., two games, Milwaukee, three and a half, Pittsburgh, three and a half, Philly, four, Arizona, four and a half. And how about the San Diego Padres? They are on fire right now. They just swept St. Louis, and they're seven games out. Don't look now, but hey. Could the Padres be the run of the sea? Could they be the slipper of the sleep? You never know. And how about those Washington Nationals? Eight and a half over the Braves. Right now the score is 1-1. Chris Medlin has struck out 13 and has been taken out. It doesn't seem like they're losing a beat with no Strasburg. This team's for real. Could we see a Baltimore? I mean, guys, could we see a Baltimore-Washington World Series? Guys, I really don't know, but we're going to get into all that. I got some callers on the hold, and we're going to get right into this and dissect this. I got my boy Teddy Sketches, who's a diehard Giants fan, and I also got a special guest on the phone we're going to get to soon. But, Teddy, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Um, I've, got the, I've got the sports package here. I've got the Giants game on right now. Matt Cain, he gave up. He had bases loaded, no outs, first inning against Arizona, and he got out of it. Um, had to throw 30 pitches, but uh, did not give up a run. Did not give up a run. What happened? What happened, Jerry? Um, man, he got wild. Got wild. He walked two guys, and then uh, a little blue base hit, lowered the bases, and uh, struck out a guy or two and got a pop out and got out of it. But he threw 30 pitches, so I don't know. It's going to be – he's going to need a couple of quick innings to hang in there. And they're playing the Diamondbacks right now. And Diamondbacks are ooh, in Arizona. Like four, in Arizona, four, yeah. Four and a half out. So this is a big game. And I mean, if you're watching the Braves game, Bryce Harper hit his 19th home run today. I mean, you saw that catcher catch by Roger Bernardino. I mean, I don't know if the guy's absolutely hurt, but uh, it's 1 1 right now. So the Braves and Nationals are fighting it out. I mean, Teddy, what do you think about the, I mean, the baseball playoffs? I mean, we just talk about football mostly right now. But isn't baseball getting exciting? What do you think about this? Yeah, wild yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's a rare, rare year when you have two teams in the in the Baltimore, uh, Washington D.C. area that have, actually have a legitimate shot going to World Series. Don't know if that's ever happened in my lifetime. Probably hasn't. But um, I could see. I mean, look at Baltimore Orioles. I mean, the Washington Nationals. I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, they're being careful with Strasburg, but eh, I just think it's a dumb move, you know, whatever. But still, I think the Orioles, I mean, everything, you got to have a good roster, but in addition to that, you got to have the the borderline plays. you got to have them all going their way. And right now, Baltimore, everything is bouncing Baltimore's way. I mean, it's hard to bet against them right now. I mean, they're doing, they had two walk-off wins in a row against Tampa Bay. I mean, who else is hotter than them in the AL? I mean, yeah, you know, you got Texas hanging out there. You got Oakland. But, I mean, everything is going Baltimore's way. I I mean, you know, I, I don't know too much about them, but everything I see seems to go their way. I mean, they got a good they got a good closer and uh Johnson and they just lost Nick McCavis, uh big 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 loss, broken foot broken hand. But he'll be back. I mean Jones is absolutely amazing. Look at Nate McLeod. Adam Jones is like out this year. The guy's stud. Look at Nate McLeod, dude. Coming from the Braves to Baltimore, he's a stud now. Well and look at who they pick up Randy Wolf gets dropped by the Brewers. No. They pick him up, he wins two games immediately. He's two and no. It's 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 absolutely amazing right now in playoffs. I mean, you guys could see the Giants and Oakland A's World Series. How would you like that, Teddy? I mean, you're a diehard Giant. I would. I mean, like I said, I don't. Uh, you know, I'm not an A's fan by any means, but it would be nice to see a Bay Area World Series again. I was only 
I, I was, you know, I was only five, six years old for the last one. Don't remember it, but I know it was the earthquake series. But you know, the the Giants got to close the deal. I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not very jaded. I know the Giants got talent, but um, until they're locked in, uh, I'm not taking anything for granted because they. I remember 1993. They blew a 10 game lead with about 20 against games left. So yeah, against the Braves. Woo. Don't ask me why the Giants that. were even in the NL East or why they had an NL East with the Giants in it, but that was. The way it was, and so I'm not taking anything for granted until it's, you know, clinched. So yeah, I mean, anything, anything's possible in baseball. I mean, who the hell would think the Red Sox and Yankees both might not make the yeah. playoffs? In the LA Red Sox Dodgers are 18 out, the and the Yankees are falling yes. fast. And what Bobby Valentine said, this is the weakest roster in Red Sox history, and as you said. The Red Sox are going to be up for sale, so the highest bidder. So if there's anybody out there who wants to buy the Red Sox with me and wants to, you know, maybe change this team around, I might. let's do it, guys. I might. Hey, let's do it and buy one of the best teams in franchise and fire Bobby Valentine and get stuff together. But, hey, I'm so excited about baseball season coming up. I mean, look at these games right now. Boston, Toronto, 5-4. Washington, Atlanta, 1-1, bottom of ninth. Who's going to hit a walk-off? Is Chipper going to come up and maybe hit a walk-off? You never know. Tampa Bay is actually five to four over New New York. That was that was broadcast a little bit wrong, but A. Rod did hit a home run. Uh, Texas is two to one over Seattle. You know, Seattle's playing really good right now. Can they be a spoiler? Look at Kansas City, guys. After the shooting in the parking lot, and I don't know what happened today, but some guy was probably going crazy over his girl craziness. Uh, he killed himself. Uh, Kansas City's winning six to four over L. A. And Kansas City's a team to watch for in the next couple of years. Chicago White Sox. Nobody talks about them. 3-0. JPV. I mean, they got a good team. Kernerko, AJ Berinsky, and watch out for the Phillies, guys. They're up 7 to 4 no. over Jay Sugley, Howard, Lee, Holiday. Dude, they beat Campbell. the Astros today. Come on. Dude, they lost last night. Look at the Mets upsetting Milwaukee 7 to 2, so that's basically going to walk out. And San Francisco's got runners on. And Baltimore's got a runner at second in Oakland, and Colorado took the lead 4 0 over no. San Diego. Um, guys, I mean, this is baseball. I'm excited. This is going to be an absolutely great show. Our, our next guest, guys, is, is I mean, I, I don't know how to introduce him. He is absolutely amazing. I mean, he's going to have an intro for this because he's just you're, you're just going to be what he does uh, for charity, what he does with the Miami Dolphins, would just make oh, your, your eyes tear. I mean, he goes, to, he goes to different events every day. He's a minister. He speaks in jails. Uh, you know he's he's the the Roger maniac as they call him. I mean you got you got to you got to play a song for this guy. I mean this guy is going to be coming up here in the next couple of minutes. You know he's he's been a Dolphins maniac since 1994. I know you guys see him on TV. He's been on commercials, I'm sure, and he you know he loves it. He gets up in his costume. His son's a great guy too. I I met him both, and they're they're wonderful people, and they're diehard Dolphins fans. And you know they want to see what's going to happen with this franchise and. This is a big game this week, guys. I mean, what is going to happen with the Dolphins? Are they going to lose to the Raiders and make me like have to deal with Camacho for three years? Yeah, no man, I think uh, I think you're going to have to go into hibernation. I don't, I don't see you it, know. man. They had Kimbo Camper was on the radio for a while this morning. I was listening to him, and they had Bob Greasy on too. And man, they didn't have nothing except all they could talk about was trying to get people to go to the game to get those. 1972 throwback hats they're giving out. That was all they had to stand on. I mean, it was sad. I was listening to it. Those guys are obviously diehard Dolphins guys and talking Jimmy Cephalo and all that. They, they had nothing. They were just like, come to the game for the hats, blah, blah, blah. It was 
I was just like, give me a break, man. The, you yeah, know, we're going they... to be right back after this message, and then we're going to be back with Mr. Avilia, who is a diehard Dolphins. They call him Maniac. And, I mean, this guy is this guy's absolutely amazing. Roger, Dolphin fan, Maniac, Avilia. He's got a truck of Dolphins fan, and he goes to different events. He's a pep rally type of guy, and his son and him have been Dolphins fans since ever. And he does so much for charity, guys, and that's what we need. So, I mean, here comes the song that everybody wants to hear. This is the fight song of my Miami Dolphins. And, guys, you are listening to Soul Kitchen Radio, and our phone number is 714-694-4150. I got my co-host. Teddy Sketches, who is on our fantasy show on Sunday. You can listen to it. I got Camacho, who will be calling in. And, um, guys, if you're just out there just relaxing and just call in, you know. We want to hear what you want to say. Hey, I'll talk fantasy football, too. And, you know, we'll talk anything you want to hear. I mean, college football, too. We got big games. Tennessee at Florida. Game day. I mean, who's going to win that game? I'm excited. They're all picking Florida down here, but that's Homer picks, obviously. But, guys, here's the Miami Dolphins fight song. And, again, you're on Soul Kitchen Radio at 714-694-4150. And we'll be back right after these messages. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking to football because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Thing I regret. What's that? He goes, uh, you made me a golf fan. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, me and you're talking about Roger, Roger Avila, right? You yeah, yeah, Roger William Avila, yeah, that's Roger yeah, William. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I go. We we fight a lot about you know because I, I I you know you probably see me. I'm a pretty uh, I'm a pretty realistic person. I, I get really upset. You know, I, I want to see this team do well. I mean, you're a diehard fan. You go to the games. You dress up. I mean, you get the kids going. You get everybody going. You're on TV. I mean, you really love this Dolphins. I mean, you got a Dolphins truck. I mean, you know, you're a diehard Dolphins fan. I, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. When the Dolphins lost to Strana, when Stranovich missed the field goal against San Diego, I put a hole in the wall. I was 10 years old. You know, I know I'm a Dolphins fan. Even uh, living in Atlanta and, and saying, oh, should I jump on the Falcons bandwagon? No. I'm gonna, like someone says, we're going to beat Dolphins fans until that coffin slams. And there's awesome shirts about that, too, guys. We can, we can, we can tell about that later. But, I mean, are you – what, is your, what do you think is going to happen with this game? I mean, we can all be negative. Everyone's like, okay, the Dolphins are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. They're going to lose 12-9. to nine. It's going to be a field goal game. It's going to be, I mean, McFadden and basically Bush are going to be the only players. Or is there going to be somebody out of there like Lamar Miller or maybe one of our receivers, like maybe a Marlon Moore or maybe Matthews will be activated or somebody that we never know, like a Javon Lane or, you know, is are they just going to – come out of the woodworks and, um, you know, well, what do you think? I mean, do you think, do you think this team is really, well, you think they're, 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 go ahead. You got to look at it like this. You got to look at it like this. Um, a, a star is always born in some kind of team like this, you know, and, uh, and I remember back in the days when the Dolphins were named the no-name defense. They were they had nobody popular in there, man. You, then we had the Blackwood Brothers, the Killer Bees. We, but back, you know, when you look at a game like this, this is what you got to look at, man. Okay, I'm not just I don't just go there and rah rah. I, I watch my team, okay. And when we when we can look at this, okay, we got Reggie Bush in there in the basketball. He's he's a star. He's remember he's in this last year in a contract. Okay, he wants to hit a thousand yards this year. Okay, let's hope he goes out there on fire and breaks through these holes. That's one thing we hope for. Okay, secondly, uh, our, our receivers. It's simple, catch the balls. But we got Hardline. He might be the man. You got Best. Now, if Hardline starts getting hot on those routes, they're going to have to double cover him and keep it careful in it, and it opens up the other receivers. That's what we sit back and hope for. Now, on the defense side, hey, did you know that Foster only averaged two and a half yards per carry against the uh, Miami Dolphins last week? That's true. Two point. 2.5. That's all they did. And the line is stuffing the run. Now, what we got to do, we've got to, like, again, we're going to sit down and hope for that the defense puts pressure on the QB. When you put pressure on that QB, maybe our corners can make some plays. Then again, mm-hmm. we have to sit back and hope. That's all we can do, man. All we can do right now, as the Dolphin Maniac and the crew, is be the 12th man and make as much noise as we can. That's all we can do, man, because that's all we got. I mean, this, yeah, this Raider is a, Nation. Oh, we got hey, we, hey, hey, Roger. We got my my buddy who 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 actually is. We we worked on the show together. He's he's on our fantasy show. He hosts uh, rap. I do sports, and his name's uh, Camacho. And uh, ever since I've known him, the Dolphins have dominated the Raiders. So I'm hoping that doesn't, I'm hoping that doesn't come to an end. Yeah. He went to a Dolphins Raiders. I don't know. Team. The Dolphins dominate anyone. Look, so the only time. So this is what I did. So this is what we did with Brian is this time I bet that the Dolphins will win and he bet the Raiders will win. That way the Raiders are going to finally turn it over. Every time I bet on them, they end up losing to the Dolphins, so I can't do that no more. 
Yeah, I'm not betting yeah, yeah. anything on that game because the Dolphins are going to win. I think you're safe this time around, man. I don't, uh, hey, I don't know anyone that's betting on the Dolphins. Hey, hey, you know what? I, I tell you what. One thing I know about about Miami Dolphins fans is you guys feel our pain. It's so hard to be a Raider fan. I mean, we're up and down every year, up and down, oh. going through coaches like crazy. It is so hard yeah. to be a Raider yeah. fan, and I tell everybody that, and I know you guys feel the same way. Hey, guess what? If you guys have the black hole, and guess what we have? If you look yeah, the good, deep end, we, right? The deep end, right? We have the, we have the field nightmare. Well, you know, yeah. hey, hey, I, let me tell you, first of all, for you Raider fans, man, I, I love your passion, man. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. And uh, you guys are awesome, man. You guys, you know, the only sad part about it is that where you guys are located, then you have the bad seat out there doing a gang fight. I heard there's a big rumble broke out that San Diego game with the Raiders, you know, and, you know, I'm not all for that, man. You know, that's that's, that's pretty that's pretty rude, dude. I mean, uh, you got kids and women watching these things, man. You know, well, you know, I, I was I go to I go to every game. I'm a season ticket holder, and and a little stuff pops off now and then, but there there's no gang fights. It's it's not as bad as everybody says. I mean, we go. Oh, really? I bring my kids. Yeah, it's it's not it's not as bad as everybody says. You know, it's just oh, like any other any other venue where where you have knuckleheads. You're gonna have knuckleheads that yeah. get drunk. Yeah. Cops are all over the place, and 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 they're oh, constantly. Keeping keeping track of everybody. Cops are in the parking lot. Cops are up and down the aisles. And as soon as stuff, as soon as something pops off, everybody rushes over there. And and so, Oakland Oakland has it well well uh, confined. They 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 have it organized. So it's not as bad as, as everybody thinks. But if you come, I mean, even Brian knows. Brian came with a whole bunch of Miami Dolphins fans, and they had no problems. Yeah, I mean, Ra- Raiders fans are really cool. I mean, I, they hate Patriots fans more, but because of the Tom Brady thing, and I mean, their Raiders are going to be down there representing, and I hear you know Northern Cal and all them are hanging out, and uh, I mean, it's gonna, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. You know, at the end of the day, the game is just the game. Why do we want to kill each other over games? I don't know why people do that. You know, maybe people are drunk, or maybe people are just drugged out, or. You know, you know, but I mean, I went to the Niners games. I'm hung out with Niners fans, and I run my mouth, you know, and you know, whether I'm sober, you know, now I'm sober, but I did run my mouth when I was drinking, and you know, and I still never really got into it with people, but I love Raiders people. I mean, I, I love going to Raiders yeah. games, I, you know. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a big, it's a rivalry, and we, you know, we'll see the best team that wins. If the, whoever loses this is behind the eight ball. Um, I don't think the oh, Dolphins yeah. are a playoff team. To be honest with you, I just don't think they have enough talent as a playmaker-wise. I mean, Devon Bass is, if you play fantasy football, it's really all we have. I mean, Reggie Bush, too. But it's Lamar Miller going to be that guy that we need. You never know. Maybe Lamar Miller is going to be the star and make Ireland look like a millionaire, you know? Well, Lamar so, Miller and a, a, a safe that ran it back all the way. You got a star can be porn. And, you know, what? In, in that game right there, the Raiders and the Dolphins, uh, uh, the league of their own there, you know, these teams, if they hang in there and by the grace of God and a miracle happens, they win eight games and make it into a wild card or something. Ah, that's a great year. Or if they get to 500, yeah, I want to see my team fight, fight, fight to the end. I, that, that game against the Texans just made me want to – I hate that. That first half was great. They were, they we're in this. We're in this. And yeah. then we're making these little high school mistakes, man. You yeah. know, and that's what kills me, man. You know? I mean, that was a nice uh, return by Marcus Stigpat. I mean, he's going to be exciting. I think oh. he's going to be a real 
hopefully a playmaker for us, and I think he's going to be a, he's a great pickup. But, uh, I mean, the turnovers, the, I don't think Daniel Thomas is the answer. I really don't. I think the Dolphins need to cut him eventually and go go with Lamar Miller. And, uh, yeah. let, me, so. let me come just, here and yeah, ask you guys a Dolphins question. Sure. What Do you think there's any chance that Anthony Fasano turns the quarter from a so-so tight end who could kind of a stopgap kind of guy to where he turns the corner and he becomes – and he's not a Jason Witten caliber player – but even someone who's even above average, because right now he's he's been Gonzalez. average at best. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that can make you a break. Is he ever gonna is he ever gonna elevate it, or is this it? This is it. No, this is it, man. This is I it. You don't think Vasano's gonna ever elevate it? Well, well, he needs. I think to he's, he's had his chance. He's had his chance. He's had his chance elevated. That's what I mean. I mean, it's, it's, the first, it's the first game of the year. He had some amazing catches last week. Tannehill threw some balls very overthrown, and he made some nice catches. The Chiefs game that I went to when we won our first game, uh, 31-10, to 10, he had a couple of touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. You never know with Fasano. I think the, the tight I thought end they should have drafted was Fleener. I really thought he had when he was with Dallas. I know you're a big guy because you like you like the Cowboys and stuff. He was one of Parcells' boys. He's one of Ireland's. Pick-ups I know that's too. why I I, I was sad when the Cowboys let him go because I thought he was going to blow up and he just never. He's always hovered yeah. in that middle ground, and I just I, I always thought he had more to him. But you know I don't you know. know. What, you know what I believe, guys. You know what I really believe. This is what I believe. I don't know if you can back me up on this. And I love my Dolphins and my family. Whoever in my family, I back him up. But when you're when you got to go, you got to go, and it's enough is enough. It's this, and I don't wish anything upon anybody, but this is what I believe as a fan sitting in there. I believe that this year, and what, what um, Coach Philbin's doing, he's cutting out uh, every every Ireland and Bill Parcell boys out of the, the picture, and I think, and I believe, and I hope not or whatever, is that at the end of the year, Ireland is gone. Oh, and God. He's gone, oh, oh well, I don't think you're alone in that, thinking that. that, that I think that, everybody, that, everybody's thinking that. that. His wife wants him gone, it. too. <laughs> hey, is Chris Barker on the line with us? What? Ooh. Is Chris Barker on the line? No, I don't think so. No, why? Would you tell him, oh. him to call? He's not allowed to stay up this late. Oh, well, we got, we got, we got, a, we got a caller here who's uh, who's a huge football fan. Six hey, five. Oh. Got... Is this Ben? Yeah, this is Ben. Hey, Ben, what's going on, Ben? Hey, they, they introduced you to Ben. Ben is the man, man. He's the NFL Caesar guy. He's the uh, NBA lord. He's a writer. He's a young kid from California, and he lives in your area of the woods, uh, Camacho. And this guy knows sports. I mean, you should add him. If you want to know anything about sports, he's always updating people on sports. He knows the insights, the outsides. And this guy is, this guy is amazing. Hey, thanks for calling our show. We're we're talking right now about the Dolphins and uh, Raiders right now. So we got my boy Teddy, we got Roger, and we got uh, Rick Camacho, who's an Oakland A's fan, and he's a, a huge uh, Raiders fan. So, um, so Roger, do you think uh, you think Ireland will be fired in the next couple of games? If the if the Dolphins lose to the Raiders, they lose to the Jets, we go to Arizona, we lose row and four. I think they pull the plug. Ah, what what would that be anyway? Yeah, what could that be anyway? Maybe you always you bring your hands back. Well, you can't get a GM in the middle of the in the middle of the season. I believe that's yeah, one rare. reason why a lot of big, big names don't <laughs> want to come here. You know, I think I think that's hey, one of the reasons. Hey, Brian, Brian, I got a fantasy football question for you. Everybody sure. and and, and cool. even you, Ben. I was offered 
Michael Turner for Alfred Morris today? Should I pull the should I should I do it or or sit on Morris? Sit on Morris, bro. Michael Turner's old and he's he's just you no. Know, I like Michael Turner, man. He, I like Alfred he's Morris. I like Turner, man. <laughs> I've been getting I've been getting I've been getting all kinds of I like Alfred Morris. I think he's gonna run. They're gonna run a lot with him, and he's a great running back. I think he's gonna have fifteen twenty points, probably like the touchdown this week. Michael Turner against Denver. Denver's defense isn't bad. They got you know they got the mm. corner from Jets. I mean, Michael Turner is the man. Turner's the man, but Turner's not going to have a good year this year. Just like I told you about Aaron Rodgers. Whoever drafted Aaron Rodgers, is not gonna, he's not going to be that good now that Philman's gone. People don't hey, second, okay, second question. Is there any way that Teddy could come back from an 8-2 and two deficit and beat me in fantasy baseball this week? Oh, bro, it's it's in the works. It's already in the works. <laughs> I've been ripping on Teddy forever on that. He says he's going to win the league. Listen, listen. I am spreading myself way too thin. I got fantasy baseball, football, work, the wedding, everything. Everything's crashing down on me here. My 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 life is spiraling out of control. Don't worry. I'm, I'm working in two on days, it. Teddy, your fantasy baseball will be over. You don't have to worry about that one. You might actually get his girl might sleepwalk and kill him. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you ever see, see you know what? It, 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 it's almost it almost be like a relief to get eliminated. I, I I know I know I could beat Brian. I really want to be Brian in fantasy baseball. And you can't. I, you can't beat you know, me, bro. Oh, shut up, bro. I'll I'm be, good. No, you don't know anything <laughs> about sports. I'm I dominating my league. Obviously, I do know something about sports. I've been following my league. Um, I win in my football league, don't I? I mean, I lost by two or three points because of Philip Rivers. But uh, Cam- okay. Camacho, you guys can listen to Soul Kitchen Radio, 714-694-4150. Guys, we have an amazing show. This is our first ever Friday night show, and I'm sure people around the world are listening. I mean, I tweeted a couple. Maybe Chad Ochocinco's out there. Hey, Ochocinco, if you're out there when you're listening, because I did tweet you, hey, why don't you give a call and maybe do some comedy tonight? You know, I mean, I'm sure you're name is, His else. name is... Chad Johnson. Hey, everybody, I got to go. I got to go. But, hey, everybody is welcome to come on Sunday morning, uh, one hour before kickoff. So, Kids Radio, we do pregame show, uh, fantasy football pregame show, and it's off the hook. We're doing all fantasy football every Sunday morning. So, so check us out. Hey, it's nice talking to you guys. Go Raiders. We're gonna be live. No, we'll see you, I should have put your Raiders song on when you when you left, but uh, we're gonna yeah, be live from Arizona in two weeks too, guys. Uh, hey, hey, Roger, you going to the uh, Dolphins Arizona game? Hey, if you guys ever go by the game, I'm gonna be at all the games. We at W22. That's where we're gonna be tailgating. When I feed, we have music and food and everything. Uh, at W22. That's my gate H. Gate H. Uh, right where the pole is. W22. West 22. That's where we're gonna be at. Uh, that's where we all hang out. I told, I told Teddy to get himself down. I'm actually not living in Florida anymore, but Teddy is no. uh, 20 minutes away from the stadium. Sorry, bro. I I'm, I'm not giving any money to this team. I, ca- I can't. It's a glorified college uh, team. I'm sorry. I'm not paying any money down there. Hey, free tickets are out there, too, guys. Season ticket holders are getting free tickets. So if you want to get tickets to the Dolphins, oh, yeah. hit up your yeah. season ticket holders and uh, go from there. Hey, Ben, what do you think about the Dolphins? Do you think this team is a joke? Yeah, I, I I think they're I, I think the reason why they're a joke to me at least. I mean, first of all, a any team is going to go on hard knocks, you know, is looking for is looking for a quick way to get to get cash. And I mean, look, 
if you're going on a hard knock, Sir Kimmons does it for attention. You know, we all know Ireland is a is a joke. We need to get rid of him in the front office. That's a. And then, you know, secondly, I mean, as far as the season is concerned, this is a team that is in rebuilding mode. I mean, these guys haven't had a stable quarterback since, you know, Greasy, and really not since Marino. And they have a rookie quarterback in, in Tannehill, you know, and they're trying to they're trying to groom him in there. So, I mean, I, I think Tannehill's got a lot of promise. So I wouldn't say like they're a joke like long term, but for the time being, like for this season, I don't expect them to be relevant at all this year or even next year. So uh, maybe that answers your question, but I don't see them being good for for a while. But well, I mean, you know, start, I mean they're starting a quarterback in Tannehill only played 19 games as quarterback. In college, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know that he was not. He was a They're playing on desperation. You know, that's true. Matt Moore is not the answer, and it's no that's no news to anyone. So they're rolling the dice on him, and they're just saying, "Hey, let's you know, let's hope like the like the Cowboys struck you know they they, they struck oil with Tony Romo. They he was like a undrafted free agent. They start him, you know, see yeah. what happens. They start him, see what happens, and look what look what happened eight years later. I think the quarterback to watch out for is Pat Devlin. I think Pat Devlin. Yeah, no, no, I, I like him. He's not bad. Yeah, I think Devlin. You know, he came from Penn State, a very high upgrade, you know, program before all that incident happened, and then uh, you know he transferred from Delaware, very good, known Division two school, and Devlin kind of reminds me of a Tony Romo. So I mean, if Tony Tannehill struggles and throws three interceptions against the Raiders. Question is to Sherman and Sperano. I mean, that's Sperano. Oh, my God. Philman. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sperano's on my mind. That's kind of weird. But Philman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do you think about field goals? Oh, yeah, it must be. That's what the Dolphins seem like <laughs> with Dan Carpenter. But Devlin could be the answer, you know. And, and the Dolphins, they're in a rebuilding mode. But you know what? You got to listen. The Redskins are in a rebuilding mode. Look at the Redskins. Alfred Morris, FIU. RG3, Pierce Grissom, got a sick defense. They're going to probably go 2-0 and this week. Who they play, St. Louis? I mean, the Redskins might win that division. And you never know, RG3. And that's what pisses me off to death. Because douchebag Jeff Ireland, and we all hate him here, douchebag Jeff Ireland went to school at Baylor. Why did he not trade up for the picks? Because the draft that we did, eh, Jonathan Martin, eh, he's all right. Hill, if we could have got RG3, then we could have added Pierce Garçon, maybe Reggie Wayne. And we're we're talking playoffs, guys. We're talking playoffs. Oh, so wow. The Dolphins team with RG3, that would be unbelievable. Oh, they would be – they would sell be, out. No, but they, would have, but they would have to give away everything to get him. Look what, they, look what the Redskins did. They couldn't the go that high. They couldn't go that high, bro. They, the Redskins seemed to get him, you know? I think you yeah, would love him. Yeah, the Redskins definitely should get him, from seven to two, though, I I kind of don't know if they could have gotten up that high in the no, draft. That's quite think. a jump to make. That's a jump. That's quite a jump. I mean, you know, and and I think too. I mean, I I mean, you know, it isn't like I mean, let's let's not forget too. Tannehill, he is a rookie quarterback, and yeah, he's played all the nineteen games of college, like you said. But you do got to give these guys time, and so I think it's way way too early to start talking about. What about RG3 and good I mean, you know, yep. let's, I think before you start, you know, throwing throwing that out there, you got to give Tannehill some time because a lot of really good quarterbacks takes these guys a few years yeah. to get their groove on, you know. So, I mean, it's too early to, you know, if they felt confident in Tannehill that he was going to be a good guy, you know, 
maybe. Because, I mean, remember, I mean, RG3 looked great after one game. But remember yeah. three weeks, three months ago, people were, you know, really questioning their front office for what they gave up to get RG3. They, you know, threw a lot out there to get him. So, I mean, it's too early to start talking about what ifs in the draft early in week two. <laughs> so he's my pick. Yeah, you're, 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 de- you're definitely right, Ben. And I know you're a huge yeah, I'm for Redskins bus. I know you're a huge Minnesota Vikings fan, right? Am I right? Yes. Oh boy. And and I'm over to figure out Percy Arvin. Well, what do you think about Adrian Peterson, man? I benched him in my league, and I started no Sean Marino, and I almost lost. I mean, I made Jeez. bad decision in my Yahoo league. Is Adrian Peterson against the Colts this week going to dominate? I think the guy's back, bro. I mean, he had an incident at the club, but he's a really nice guy from what I hear, and he's a, he was a hard worker from. Uh, he went to Oklahoma. And he's a, he's a good player. I mean, him, Percy Harvin, good kicker and Blair Walsh, good quarterback in Christian Ponder, good defense in Jaron Allen. Watch out, Vikings. Uh, I hate Jaron Allen. Big noise, too. And Camacho has a good league. I mean, what do you think about your Vikings this year? I mean, the kicker, Blair Walsh, I mean, if you're playing fantasy, I think he's a stud out there. He's from the UGA. So he's a great kicker from Georgia. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think the biggest obstacle for the Vikings – is I mean, first of all, they have a they have a great team around Christian Ponder. I mean, a really good team. You mentioned Adrian Peters, and he's a beast. I think he's, I mean, maybe he's not a hundred percent, but he's really, really close, and I think he'll get to a hundred percent or close as he can by by midseason. So he's back. And then you look at their their defense with Jared Allen and you know Percy Harvin on offense. They have a really, really nice team around Christian Potter. The only, the only thing is, is how good is Christian Potter going to be this season? He's in his second season. He's still learning and growing. And this is a team that a couple of years ago was in the NFC title game, you know, an overtime away from a Super Bowl. So they could be good. I think the second thing that is, I think, an even bigger obstacle for Vikings is their division is just really, really tough. I mean, you know. We laugh at Chicago how bad they played last night, but they're they're still a dangerous team. Detroit's a really really good team, and and the Green Bay Packers are a fantastic team. So the biggest obstacle for the Vikings is in the division, but I do think they'll win this week. They should start off two and zero, and what does help them is they're playing the NFC West and they're also playing the AFC South this game, the division match. So that should get them a get them a good chunk of win. So. I mean, maybe, I mean, if they can do well in division play, then, yeah, I mean, they definitely got a shot to do something. I mean, the Bears with Jay Cutler, I mean, should I go, should I go over these numbers? 11 for 27, 126, one touchdown, four interceptions. Four interceptions, bro. Brandon it was Marshall, two catches, 24 yards. I mean, guys, if you get Cutler in your fantasy, uh, you might as well just start headed to the bar and, you know, pack it up. You're done. Oh, hey, uh, guys, guys, excuse me. Can I yeah. just cut in here for a second? I know we're doing like a hybrid baseball football show. Uh, sure. I just want to give an update. Um, sure. MLB races in the National League. Hunter Pence just hit a grand slam for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, they already had one run, puts them up 5-0 against Arizona on the road. Wow. Matt Cain pitching. That in there. Matt Cain pitching. He's not, do- he's not pitching very well. He's up to about 60 pitches into the third, but Hunter Pence just hit first grand slam as a giant. Hunter Pence is a very good pickup after what happened with Cabrera. And the Braves had a walk-off. I think St. Simmons did a uh, walk-off. Oh, they pulled, they pulled it off tonight? Yeah, they pulled it off. I was not watching it, but uh, I was watching most of the game. Two to one. And, guys, what do you think about, you know, if we can get a little back to baseball, Ben, what do you think about Bryce Harper? 
he, this guy's going to be a stud for our lifetime and our kid's lifetime. I mean, he's just 19 years old. No, he's got, he's got 20 years. I, I don't, he's got 20 years, man, going 19. I don't see why I don't see why not him and, and Mike Trout can't be really good players for their 10 to 15 years of Major League Baseball, to be totally honest. I mean, both those guys have been absolutely fantastic rookies. And, I mean, I think Harper sort of tailed off a little bit at the end of the season. That's been somewhat expected of a rookie. And, but, I mean, I don't see any reason why he and, and Trout will, will not be, uh, you know, players that will be – I mean, I think for the Nationals – one thing that, I mean, it's tough they got to shut Strasburg down and everything, but I know. if you look at the Nationals, oh, I mean, that that's a, that a tough thing to do. It's terrible because, you know, you don't know. know when you can get back to the play. And I, I still kind of question that move. But, you know, the, the one encouraging thing for the Nationals is you have a franchise. you can you got a guy, like, in an everyday player, you can build your franchise around Bryce Harbor if he's healthy. And you got a starting pitch you can build a franchise around. So if you're watching the Nationals, I mean, you got two guys you can build your franchise around for a very long time. So, I mean, as far as Harper's concerned, absolutely, he's a franchise player. Okay, uh, let me throw something out there concerning the Nationals. Um, I saw something on ESPN the other day that made me, like, because at first I was like, I I agreed with them with shutting Strasburg down and all that, saying, yeah, you know, save him for next year, a couple years after, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, who the Nationals think they are? Like, who's to say it's even going to matter if Strasburg pitches next year, two, three years? Like, who do they think they are? The Yankees, the Red Sox? Who knows if they're going to be in contention in the next ten years? They've been around for, like, five-odd years. This is the first year they're even relevant. Like, how are they so arrogant to think, oh, we're going to need him for next year because we're going to be right there? Like, they're not any team that's on the edge every year. Like, this is the first time they're even relevant. Like, why do, how could they be so, like, cocky to think they're going to, oh, next year we're going to be, you know what I mean? Like, and ESPN, I didn't come up with this, ESPN did this whole story on it, and I agree with them. They're like, what does it matter? If they're, like, 500 team next year, and, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just a stupid thing, man. If they're there this year, go for it. You know what I mean? Go for broke. Look at look at other teams that haven't won it forever, like Giants. Anymore. They won it in 2010, haven't won it in 50, 60 years prior to that. You never know. Game. Like, why not just go for it? Why yeah, not just go I, for it when you got the chance? I've I, I sort of taken that same composition. I, I think what the Nationals should do is what they should do to be fair. To, you know, I mean, obviously, I understand the concern about you want to preserve Harper and you don't want him to, I mean, sorry, um, Strasburg. You want to preserve Strasburg, keep your friend guy for like 10, 15 years, Strasburg. You don't want him to get. You don't want to destroy him, and he's done for like his career because of one season. But I think what they should have done with him, and maybe what they should do, is they should have sat him down and said, "Look, here's the concern of you playing on in this season. You know, you're risking his injury, blah blah blah. But we're also going to hear this playoff chase. We got a chance to go to the World Series. What do you want to do? And I think that's what they should have done. And my honest opinion is, if they asked Strasburg what he wants to do, I mean, he would have played. I think he does want to play. So oh, no. I think that's no, how they should yeah. handle that, is they should have asked him, what do you want to do? Here's the risk involved of us pitching you, and we want to give you – but we also understand that this is a maybe once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. What do you want to do? And that's what they should have done. And if they had done that, I think he'd be pitching right now. That's my yeah, opinion, at least. Mike Rizzo, the GM, is an idiot because watch the Nationals get to the World Series and they they can possibly win it all and they're playing stupid, Baltimore yeah, and they're stupid. playing their arch they, they, they could have had a – yeah. Because, no, I mean, out in the National League, the Braves are not really extremely good. I mean, 
they're good, but they're not. And I don't think the Dodge. I mean, the Giants. I mean, the Giants probably Giants. I don't know. I mean, the the, the Nationals are just. You know, like what I think they should have done is they should have just not pitched him. They should have given him Gibson some starts. I mean, dude, how old is Strasburg? He played at San Diego State. He's like 24, 25. Dude, there's no way. No, man, maybe he might die next year, and he might never pitch in the playoffs. You know, nobody knows. That's what I'm saying is you yeah, got to go dumb. with your best. If you know, they they shut Clay Buckles down in the Red Sox, but he was really young, and he wasn't really a, you know a good stud when you know we were in the playoffs. But I mean, you know. I, I know it really makes me. It hurts me being a baseball fan, and I, I like the Nationals. And I like what they have, and I like Davey Johnson. And I'm excited to see Washington up there. I'm excited to see Baltimore up there. I'm excited to see Tampa Bay fighting for it. And it's kind of good, you know, even though being a huge Red Sox fan, seeing the Red Sox struggle a little, you know, and seeing these small market teams like Pittsburgh. I mean, look at Cincinnati, 11 games up. I mean, are the Reds going to make noise with Brandon Phillips? I mean. You know, look at Oakland A's with three games up. I think Oakland A's could surprise people. I mean, Brandon McCarthy will come back. I think Brandon Moss is having a career year. I mean, you could see an Oakland-Washington World Series. That wouldn't be good for baseball. But, you know, good for those teams, you know, small market teams. I don't well, see the Yankees the Washington Nationals are going to look back on this. This is – unless yeah. they somehow win the World Series, they're going to look at this as a shoot, shoot themselves in the foot, no doubt about it in my mind. And I don't think they will win the World Series without him. No, nah, I don't think so either. I mean, they got Zimmerman, they got Jackson. But they got a solid yeah. lineup. But you take Strasburg out of that rotation, you get Gio Gonzalez and who? I mean, whoever the hell else is in there. But hey, Roger, Roger, thanks. I want to just say a shout out to Roger Maniac. Thanks for calling the show. You're awesome, guys. You need Teddy. You know where he's at. Look for him. He's in a costume. He's a diehard Dolphins fan. Look for him on TV. Thanks for calling the show. Your son's awesome. You're awesome, and uh, you really brought it. Uh, guys, we're going to be right back after this message. You are listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. We're going to hear a little music, and then we're going to get back, and we're going to get we're going to gear into uh, football. I want to really talk about some of these games this week. There's going to be some big upsets. And, uh, you know, if anybody knows college, I'd love to talk a little college football. But you are listening to Brian Heisman's Soul Kitchen Radio, 714 uh, four one five zero. I know your people are tuning in. People get a little scared to call, but you know, come on, call and bring it, guys. You know, um, that's what it's about. Don't be shy. I mean, it is all about bringing it. And I mean, I love my Dolphins team because they bring it. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change the Dolphins colors until that coffin slams. And once that coffin slams, that's the end of it. No more Dolphins for me. But I love that. I love that motto. And it's amazing how you can have Dolphins and Raiders fans on the same phone and not want to kill each other. And uh, we're gonna hear a little uh, some music. What should we hear? I'm gonna put a little. Uh, I'm gonna put a little Feet Drake, Mr. Wrong, guys. We're gonna be right back after. No, that's not good. No, that's not good. We're gonna hear a little Feet Drake, Mr. Wrong. Yeah. Hey, John. Don't it seem like? Like I'm always there when it matters But missing most of the other time A terrible pattern The rewards I see from working have made me an addict There's way more people that want it Than people that have it 
I don't get it, I would hate to think I tricked them They fall victim to my system, guess I sure know how to pick them And I'm always a regret, yeah I'm always a regret And I always make it harder on whoever's coming next It goes up and down, it's just up and down She's crying now but she'll laugh again Cause we on the rise and she here with us And expensive shit just keeps happening and she loves it Stares at me like who does this And we hold hands while I pray That she's not the type to hold grudges I'm wrong Bad boys ain't no good Good boys ain't no fun Lord knows that I Tell me what you think is going to happen with this NBA season. And there's going to be some teams to surprise 
who's going to be a, probably a rookie of the year and who's going to be a team that might possibly that nobody expects to win an NBA final. We got a, we got a Heat fan on, we got a Celtics fan. I think you're a Warriors fan. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it's also it's obviously it's hard to project like that far out in the season. But I mean, I think some teams that are definitely to look out for. I think a lot of them are out in the Western Conference. I mean, if you look at starting off with like I think Minnesota, a lot of people aren't really look aren't. I guess a lot of people, the more casual NBA fan, won't really look at Minnesota as a team to look out for. But if you think about it, Ricky Rubio, he's healthy. Kevin Love, you got Andre Kirilenko, Alexei Shved. He's supposed to be really good kind of a Ricky Rubio type guy in the backcourt. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are a team that could definitely make some noise in terms of maybe even winning winning a playoff series very much like the Golden State Warriors did against the Mavericks a few years ago when they surprised people. I think Minnesota's a really dangerous team to look out for. Um, I'm a huge Utah fan. I think you got to look out for them. Um, I think the Golden State Warriors are going to be really interesting uh, to look out for as well just with how – Stephen Curry and Andrew Bogut are going to turn out. It all comes down to health. If Bogut's able to stay healthy and Curry's able to stay healthy, that's a team to look out for. But if you're talking championship and who's going to win, I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of a difference except for the fact that the Los Angeles Lakers have just perhaps vaulted themselves into the top of the Western Conference with the addition of Steve Nash and Dwight Howard. I mean, to me, the Western Conference, it really does come down to the Thunder and the Lakers and you know, maybe, maybe San Antonio. Um, as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned, uh, you know, I think one thing that it comes down to either Boston or Miami. I don't see a whole lot of changes at the very, very top of the NBA this season. But, I mean, I definitely think that some teams like Minnesota, Golden State, Utah, maybe even New Orleans will kind of be in that mix a little bit and make these interesting to watch down the stretch in terms of seeing who kind of squeaks in the playoffs. I don't know if you heard, but the Lakers, James Worthy's been ripping on Dwight Howard, saying they're not going to be the answer. The Lakers are overrated. They're going to lose. I mean, they got Dwight Howard, Jamerson, Steve Nash. And, you know, you you forgot to mention a team that I think could surprise some people. How about the L.A. Clippers? Matt Barnes, Lamar Odom, uh, Ron Butler, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think – yeah, I mean, I think they're a good. I think the Clippers are are a good team. I mean, I think they're a very talented, yeah. you know, dangerous team certainly. But I, I mean, I don't necessarily see them. I mean, I think it comes down to the Clippers. I mean, obviously, Chris, my opinion, Chris Paul is the best point guard in the NBA, just for what he's able to do in terms of, like offensively and the way he can just shoot the ball and score and take over a ball game. But to me, the Clippers, it really does come down to how good Blake Griffin's able to improve his game. And, I mean, you know, he gets better and better every season, but, I mean, until he's able to sort of develop more of a Carl Malone, Charles Barkley type of a game where he can actually, like, you know, post people up and hit some hit some decent, like, 12- to 14-foot jumpers reliably that those guys are able to do, I don't see the Clippers really being, like, a threat to win the Western Conference. They'll definitely be a playoff team. They'll definitely – you know, be in the mix to win a series and maybe even get to the conference finals, maybe. But I don't see them winning the Western Conference. I don't put them in that category, in that group. But that's just my opinion. I mean, you know, you know, you never know in sports. I, I think the Heat and the Lakers are what everyone's prediction is. Look at Oklahoma City. They, they're they going to come back and repeat this year. You never know. You could see a Utah and maybe a Milwaukee in the finals. The NBA is a very eh, – 
It's kind of like you never know, like a lot of upsets, and that's what I like. I mean, the best part of the NBA is when the playoffs happen, and I'm starting to realize that about baseball. With NBA and baseball, I've talked to numerous people about this. Should they lower the games that are being played? Because like, baseball, like, you get dragged out too much. Like, I've been, like, like, I've been to three games this year, so I'm playing with three Marlins games, and I used to be a huge baseball fan, and I know Teddy's a diehard baseball fan, and they went to four Giants games and when they played Yo. the Marlins. But – it's it's being I think baseball's too many games. Hundred and sixty two. Teddy, what do you think about that? You think the NBA what? and baseball should lower the games to a hundred? Hell no. No. Baseball baseball's good just the way it is. NBA might stand to lower the games just because it's harder for the guys, but no, baseball no, I hope they don't ever lower the amount of games. Teddy, what do you think about uh Ben's prediction? Why 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 NBA? do you want to lower the games? I think there's too many baseball games. I don't think people get. So you I, I think this is double A. I don't think people get interested until the playoffs start. Don't you agree, Ben? And NBA and baseball. I agree. Oh, I agree. I think weather. the NBA. Oh, no, we don't need okay, weather. I think the NBA and baseball. You could. I think baseball. You could definitely curtail back to like 120, and then I think for basketball, which 120 is still a lot of games, you could curtail yeah, that back. You can't. The NBA. Can't I think you could. The NBA. The whole you could year. Trades, yeah, injuries. Suspensions, you got to let it all play out. I th- I think the NBA, you could I think the NBA, you could argue. Uh, I mean, this 66 game season we had here was really exciting, and obviously, I mean, that was because there were so many games jam packed in. But the number of games, 66, was I mean, I thought it was a good number of games. So I think the NBA up, you know, went down to like 70 or something like that. Oh, the NBA, an amount of games, but not baseball. I mean, I mean a, lot, a lot of people don't watch baseball Out. until the playoffs. People, you know, here's the difference between yeah, baseball, football, and basketball and hockey. Want. Hockey playoffs oh. are the best. Hockey, hockey playoffs are, are you – There's someone Canadian on the line? It's – who? It's, who's on the line? We got, Mar- we got Martin Berdura on the line. There's no – is there? What? There's no one on hockey. Hockey's uh, no, – their lockout starts tomorrow. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Crosby might be playing overseas. Your but buddy, your buddy Seguin from uh, Boston, he's playing in Europe or whatever, I heard. Oh, is he? Seguin? He's, he's playing with Crosby. Crosby. Yeah, they're playing in, like, the Ukraine. Yeah, that's going to – they're going to get paid in bottles too. of vodka, I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're probably drinking a bottle of vodka right now. But, Ben, getting back to your, getting back to your point – uh, what's your favorite sport, man? I mean, you're a huge. It seems like you're a huge NBA fan. Uh, am I going to say NBA? To go on a. What's your team? Yeah, NBA is my favorite. NBA is my favorite. My team's the Utah Jazz. I'm also an NFL fan, and I follow baseball not as as they are, but I absolutely love postseason baseball. And I also follow tennis really closely. I do tennis on Facebook as well, so this is kind of what I do. So those are my sports: basketball, one, pride, and tennis and football are kind of tied. And then you know, uh, baseball. I love once the playoffs come around. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean it's it's just absolutely exciting for me. It's uh, it, it used to be baseball, huge baseball fan, played baseball, football. I mean football is right now awesome. You got fantasy football. You got games every Sunday, Saturday, Thursday, Monday. I mean it's the best time of year. If you have a girlfriend, you tell your girlfriend you don't want to talk to her for those four days, and you leave her alone, and you you hang out with your friends, and you watch the games. That's what it's exciting. I mean they have so many 
great games and people are just watching them. And football has definitely taken over as my favorite sport. And I've been a Dolphins fan since I was a kid. I love college football, too. I love college basketball, too. To get, get into the NBA, I was an NBA fan growing up as a kid, played basketball a lot, too. But the NBA, to me, is just it's all about thugs and all these people about money and getting in trouble. And my dad's not a huge football fan because he thinks a lot of the guys are getting DUIs and drinking and killing themselves. And, yeah, you know, football, your, your, your football life span, and, you know, while I'll have someone come on our show and they talk about it, you, you suffer brain injuries and you don't live a long life. Most of them live 35, 40, 42. I mean, what about Junior say I did forty three. The average player player span player career is four and a half years. Wow. What about in baseball? That's why a shitload of guys go broke. Well, in baseball the contracts are guaranteed, so you could get okay. you could get signed for ten years, play for one, you're still getting paid. Football, the, the union isn't as good. They, 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 they don't give a better them a union. Ben, what do you think about these replacement refs? And Teddy, what do you think they're about these replacement refs? Do you think they're yeah, getting better? Yeah, I mean, you they've know what? Though they've gotten better. They've gotten better. I mean, I think yeah. I, obviously we still need the real guys back, but they've. I mean, I mean, there's still mistakes that they make, like when the refs gave the Seattle Seahawks a fourth timeout, that kind of stuff. But I mean, let's not act. I think what's kind of interesting about this replacement ref situation is, is you know when the everyone's now starting to act like the regular refs like got it right like all the time and the. They, they did not. Okay, they did not. Okay, I mean the the, the regular refs, and, and and this was why we have instant replay. Okay, for the regular refs because they they don't get everything right. So, I mean, I think the replacement refs are doing as best they can. I mean, I, I you know I think they've also got a lot. I've heard less complaints across the board um, as the regular season has started. The preseason was more important for them than it was for the players. Um, so they had four weeks of preseason. I, I think right now they're doing the best they can. Obviously, we do want the real guys back, but I don't. I don't really feel the need to like harp on. I think everyone just wants to say they're horrible, but people say their reps are horrible even when there's real guys out there. So I think they're doing the best they can, and I think they finally have started to kind of figure things out. So I mean, yo, every week they should get better. Yo, let me jump in there and say I was at the gym today and I was watching uh, PTI. And they were uh, talking about replacement refs versus the regular refs. Today, or this week or whatever, was the anniversary. Remember that play of uh, Chargers versus, I think it was Denver, the Ed Hockley play where he called that that incomplete pass. Or, no, the fumble, he called it an incomplete pass, and it cost the Chargers the game. Do you remember that? That was last year, was it? Mm, might have been two years ago. I don't know. Okay. It was recently. I, remember, I, I mean, do remember. I do remember. I might have been watching that game. Yeah. And uh, he was obviously a regular ref. So, you know, it's it's all it's widespread. It, they're not all perfect. They're not. I mean, these these refs are getting uh, better. And you know what? The replacement, the, the new refs that are on right now are getting better. I mean, you know, I was at the Jacksonville and Giants game, and it took. I don't know if you watched that game. I know, but you probably watched it. But huh. the re- the refs took forever on a two-second call. It was Perlou up the middle. Was trying to, they were trying to line up for a field goal to tie it, and the refs just kept taking forever. And I just, and they, you know, they, they're getting better. You know, it takes progress. These refs are teachers. These refs are Division three schools. They're not. They're not SEC. They're not ACC refs. They're not Big Ten. They're not Pac-10. So, if these other refs don't get back in the next, uh, you know, five games, they're going to probably lose their jobs. And these new refs are really well. How much money? They're, they're just doing millions well. of dollars. 
I don't know what the I don't know if you know that uh, Ben, but what is the actual what's the holdup? I haven't really been following the rest that much, but I, I don't know much. Like, from what my under from what my understanding is, is it's coming down to I think <coughs> I mean, obviously it's money getting they want them to get their money. I think it's got something to do with benefits. They want more retirement benefits. I think the league wants to like cut those down way low. So they're, it's about retirement benefits, I think. Yeah, I think I they want better that. benefits than like um, the fucking like the GMs or something like that. The, the, the benefits they want are unbelievable, and they're, uh, the league isn't budging on that. So I don't think it's about dollars and cents. I think it's about benefits. I, believe, I think yeah, you're correct. Yeah, the benefits is well, yeah the benefits was fine so. And I hear that these replacement refs are here to uh, at least game five, so I think they'll probably uh, – I don't think these other refs will come back. I mean, I think they're going to probably just keep what they yeah. have because they want to keep I'm not going to start bitching about the replacement refs until the Cowboys lose the game. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe the Dolphins <laughs> are going to are gonna lose the game possibly this week. But, guys, you are listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. I got my boy Ben, my boy Teddy. If you guys want to call the show, it's 714 Four one five zero, but we got twenty minutes left, so I, I really want to get into it this week. I don't know if anyone. Are you a huge college football fan, Ben? Um, I. Who's your not, team? It's not really my. That's not really my forte, but I do follow it a little bit. Okay. I mean, we got yeah. a big Who's game. Who's your team? First ranked teams: Florida, Tennessee. Who's your team? I I'm look well. I go to UC Berkeley, so Cal is my team. Cal Berries, and then I'm also a Went to Utah. I'm a Utah fan. So Utah BYU tomorrow. That's the big game for me to watch tomorrow. Utah Brigham Young. But that's you don't live in Utah. No one cares about that. But it's a pretty heated game. So I fun. mean, guys, did you watch college football last week? Look at the upsets. UL Monroe beat Arkansas. UCLA beat Nebraska. What's the other upset? Oh, come on, someone help me out. Uh, All I know is everyone longs for the days. The University of Miami dominates and wins every game. That's all I know. No, there will be soon, soon, soon. Al Golden, he's got a plan. He's got a plan. So let's get cool. Let's you know. I think Florida's going to upset Tennessee. Hopefully this week the spread's three. I don't know. I hate the Gators, man. They're they're tools. Yeah, I think Arkansas might upset Auburn. I think. I mean Alabama. I think Arkansas is going to come out. You know, Wilson's out for the game. And I think it's going to be a pretty, really good game. And I think that quarterback is going to come out, Allen, and have a better game because, you know what, Arkansas is playing for basically nothing now. They're, they were a top-eight school. They fell out all the way out of the polls, losing to Monroe. And now they're just playing for pride. So if they can win this game, they can really knock Alabama out and maybe even get back in the race. And, you know, you had, you had Texas A&M and Mizzou. I don't think they're going to be any plays in it. But, uh, you know, we'll see. College football is back, and I'm excited. But let's get in the NFL games. Um, you know, let's just go down these games really quick to say uh, which fantasy guy you would want on one of the teams. I'm going to go down Green Bay, Chicago, guys. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be at the fantasy dud this year. Jordy Nelson, I don't know. He might not be as good as last year. Jennings was out. Forte's going to be out. He has a sprained ankle for the next week, so I don't know if Michael Bush would be a good pick. But uh, Green Bay beat uh, Chicago, and the score was uh, 23-10. But I'm going to go through every game right now. Oakland, Miami. Who do you like in the game, Ben, and why? Um, in that game, I like Miami's. I like Miami to win that game. I think as bad and as strong as you can argue Miami might be, the Oakland Raiders. I mean, are just incredibly, you know, dysfunctional. And um, the games in the games in Miami, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, it's in yeah, Miami. So they're, Miami yeah, I mean, there, there you go. So I'm just making. I'm looking at. I, I don't see the. I don't see the Raiders. You know, after getting absolutely thumped at home. 
on their home opener Monday night. I don't see them going down to Miami and getting a win. So, I mean, and, and mm-hmm. I, you know, that's just what I think. I don't see them getting, getting the W. I think, you know, they they still got a lot of things to work out with like Carson Palmer. still trying to figure out how to get him going. Um, and, you know, and, of course, you know, McFadden, I mean, uh, you know, never know if he's going to be able to do any game. So I, I like uh, Miami to win that game. They're at home, and Raiders, you know, dysfunctional. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna we're gonna have to go quick by this, but uh, I like Miami too. I, I, I even though I've been saying Oakland, and I think Oakland and the spreads is two and a half. I think Miami is gonna come out on fire. I hope all the crowds, with, uh, the big deep end, and maybe Teddy will go to the game with, with his girlfriend or. No, Tommy, Teddy, you wanna go to the game on Sunday? And they'll uh, they'll enjoy themselves at the opener. I mean, it's a big, big game for the Dolphins. I mean, we'll have to see if this team's real. Yeah. They can win this game. They possibly could be three and one going into uh, St. Louis. So, I mean, anything's possible, but I want to go through fantasy players really quick. Miami, the only guy I would really consider starting is Devon Bess if you're in a PBR league. Oakland, Darren McFadden, end of the day, you never know. Pryor might come in and take for Palmer. Um, you know, if any of you guys agree with any of that, you know, or you think any other guys that could come out of the woodworks, uh, you know, uh, uh, Denarius Moore might be a pretty good pickup. Uh, he's a great running back, uh, receiver actually from Tennessee. And he had a huge year yeah, last year with the Raiders. I mean, I think Miami wins. Uh, Teddy, you think Miami pulls that out and gets their first? Uh, I would like them to, but I, I, I don't see it. I don't see you, it. you don't know what team Miami's going to show up. This could be maybe this is the year. Maybe this no, is the because they're so dis, they're like so disjointed and like Tennille's still an unknown. Like you can't you can't put any basis. Like there's no basis. Like yeah, okay, they lost on the road to open the season. They look shitty, but. Okay, they're probably not going to be that bad, but are they going to be good enough to win? Uh, you can't, you, you just can't, like, put your foot on it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Sure. Do I think That's they're going to be that bad? No. They, it was, they have four turnovers in, like, seven minutes last week. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, I mean, they were, That's they not were, gonna they happen were again. dominating no, Foster. So, if they can shut down Darren McFadden. You basically yeah. shut down Oakland, and then Oakland's not an exciting team. No, like Carson well, Palmer and defense. Sorry, that's not going to happen again, but. Do I? Are we going to count on Tannehill to mount like two or two or three touchdown drives? And so the let's defense go down these to games really quick. No. I, I think, no, I think I Miami's. A, yeah, I think Miami wins that game. Baltimore, Philly. Baltimore's two and yeah. a half underdogs. We're supposed to have oh, hey. the show Bal- today, If Baltimore but, uh, loses that game, yeah. they're done. They're done. So, I fucking, mean, guys, I would start. They have to put Michael Vick in the might be a start. You know, you're going to start with Sean McCoy. Uh, look at no, I got fucking, uh, I got Bolden. Bolden, I hope he has a big game. I got Ed, benching, Ed Reed, hopefully he has another Bolden fucking this week. I'm benching Bolden this week, and I'm starting, uh, oh, man, I don't even know who I'm starting. I'm starting, um, oh, man, I can even think. I benched, I benched Bolden. I'm starting someone. I don't know who I'm starting right now. But uh, I don't know if I would start Bolden yeah. this week. Philly's defense is pretty tough. What? I, oh, please. I, I think Philly oh, gets the win. Samuel, who do they even have back there? I think Philly gets to win this week. Kosh is a pretty good defensive back. You think the I, Philly, the Eagles are going to beat no, the Ravens this week? I think Baltimore wins. I think Baltimore wins this game. I mean, the Ravens, the Eagles. Who? Who, they, who, they, the, they, who the Eagles have back there? The Ra- I'm saying the Ravens are going to win. I think the Ravens are going to. I think the Ravens are going to win. I mean, look, the Eagles barely. Michael Vick played very poorly against the Browns last week. I mean, four interceptions. Four interceptions. They barely won. So to 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 make me to to convince me that he's going to go up against the Ravens and he's never faced Ray Lewis before in his entire career. I heard that earlier this week, which blew my mind. But 
I, you know, the Ravens' defense is still very, very good, and if he's struggling against the Browns, the Ravens should have a field day against him because they're going to give him a whole different look. So for the Eagles to barely beat the Browns, now you got the Ravens coming in who are 1-0, and many people, including myself, think they're going to the Super Bowl. So I, I think the Ravens are going to put the put, – they're going to stomp. I think they're going to stomp the Eagles. I think Michael Vick's going to have a really yeah, rough day. Yeah, they should. He's going to be on his back all day. It's going to be an ugly game, ugly game. Ravens will destroy these guys. I Probably. Oh, no, Brian loves, Brian loves Michael Vick and the Eagles because he's from Atlanta. So I don't, you know, I don't like Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah, Vick. you do. You're playing the Phillies in a very must-win situation. With Andy Reid, I mean, it's Macklin and Jackson going to play is the key. I mean, Cooper might be out there as a pickup. But uh, let's go through these games pretty quick because we got like 14 minutes left. Kansas City, yeah, Buffalo. Uh, I mean, you know, let's get the, I think Kansas City probably pulls that out. Um, Payne Hill is What? Payne Hill is all the way. Yeah, Payne Hill is going to have a pretty good game. I think, uh, yes. you know, uh, you make, you know, if you want your, your weekend quarterback, Matt Castle might be a pretty good pick. Uh, He's the, backup. The, the running back Charles, Eric Berry, good defense. Um, Dwayne Bowe should have a pretty good game. Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo Fitzpatrick had a pretty down game last year. Last week, John, Steve Johnson, and they picked up that Jones guy was pretty studly. Uh, Fred Jackson's out for three-day weeks, so C.J. Spiller might be pretty good. I think Kansas City wins that. Everyone agree? I agree. No, I, no, I agree. I'm, I'm there. KC will win. They did a good a crappy game that nobody cares to win. Watch, but Cleveland, Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati wins. I think Cincinnati seven points mm-hmm. favors. I think their defense, guys. If you're looking to start a defense, Baltimore scored 44 on Cincinnati. They're not going to. If Cleveland scores 44 on Cincinnati, um, then then Teddy's going to be the starting quarterback for Arkansas this week. It's just not going to happen. I will. Um, so, they asked me to come down there. Nice. Nice, and Tanya's gonna be a Tanya's gonna be a stripper. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying so, to get my doctor down there. Nice, Cincinnati, Cleveland. I mean, could Cleveland pull the upset now with the quarterback and Brandon Whedon? No, Whedon's no, no. Right? I mean, Brandon, if you guys are looking to start anybody, 50. start Trent Richardson for Cleveland, maybe Little and uh, Cincinnati. I mean, Ben Jarvis Green, guys, if you have him in any of your leagues, is an absolutely must start. He'll get you 15 to 18 points. Teddy did not start Benson, and I didn't start Benson. Oh, shut and up, we both bro. Might be, you're you're we, we both might be in and out of it this year. We might, we might, that might cost us the uh, playoffs. Do you agree with me on that? Cincinnati, I mean, I A.J. Green, time, of course. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Really really And the Dodgers are losing tonight, so whatever. Do what? Dodgers are losing 4-3. Wow, Dodgers are done. Uh, Giants are five one today. So yeah, Cincinnati, Red Cleveland, Sox, Red Cincinnati. Sox the wow, Maybe you don't have to Let's go through the games real quick. Minnesota, Indianapolis. I, I think Minnesota's gonna. That's gonna be a close one. I think Minnesota will win by a field goal. I think Peterson's a must start. I think Percy Harvin's a must start. Um, I don't think Toby Garrett's is someone you start anymore. You put him on the bench now. Uh, Ponder's a start if you you know you don't have any other good quarterbacks out there. Um, and I, I definitely think Andrew Luck. I don't know if you should you, you should start him right away. I'm in a situation so that I start Andrew Luck or should, should I start the rapist Ben Rosenberger? So I don't I don't know. If somebody knows out there. Once you you call the show seven one four six nine four four one five zero. I might roll the dice and start Andrew Luck. But Minnesota's defense is pretty good, so I could see Luck maybe just running the ball a lot with um, the running back in uh, Indianapolis, who's uh, Daniel Brown. 
so, I mean, I, I think your boys, Minnesota, get that done. Here, that's an upset I'm going to go. You know, I, I was wrong last week. My predictions weren't extremely good. I don't, I don't know what I said. I said Tennessee was going to beat uh, New England. I got some girl who wants to beat me up because of it. Um, I lost. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna still, I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna go on the limb here, guys. I'm gonna go with an upset. I think Kevin Cole's a great start this week. I think Glitch Wary, Fitzgerald, Roberts, I think Patrick Peterson, uh, Ryan Williams is gonna have a really good game. I think Wells is gonna be really good. I mean, Todd Heap is a, a sleeper in tight end position. I think Todd Heap. He's still alive. I it, yeah, I think he plays with Arizona. I think Arizona might pull the upset and beat the Patriots. Oh, you were picking the, you just hate them. That's why you pick. Against the you, you agree with me on that, Ben? I come, you know, I would, I would pick, I pick the Patriots to win this game, but I can absolutely see where you're going with this. My only concern, and maybe this is actually a plus, Skelton's out. So they're gonna be starting Kevin Cobb. So I mean, maybe that's a better thing for them anyway. But it adds more quarterback. I tell you what, if they beat the Patriots and Cobb has a good game, it's gonna add even more quarterback controversy in Arizona, and that'll be fun to see. So I definitely hope it happens. I love to see Arizona go 2-0 and and then the Dolphins go out there and destroy them. I'd see Arizona undefeated. Uh, Tampa Bay, New York Giants. I think Tampa Bay is going to pull it out. I think they're going to they're gonna just Good, run, and, so. run and gun with Doug Martin, man. Doug Martin is a sick running back. I said on her show, I drafted him pretty much every one of my leagues from Boise State. He'll get you 10, 15 points. You see him scoring a couple of touchdowns. Catching a couple of passes out of the back. Minton Jackson's going to have an amazing game. They got a good good receiver in Ben. They got a good coach and, and Greg Shanino from Rutgers. I know I probably didn't pronounce his name wrong. Bradshaw is old. He's not somebody who I would start. He's like 26, but he's acting like he's 30, 31. The Cowboys dominated him. Marcellus Bennett is an absolute good tight end. If you're looking to pick up someone, Eli Manning, someone who will probably get you a touchdown, maybe two interceptions. Uh, I definitely would. I definitely like Tampa Bay. Everyone agree with me on that? Yeah. Okay, uh, New Orleans, Carolina. I don't know, man. I really don't know about this game. Cam Newton and Drew Brees. New Orleans. Uh, call, call Carolina wins. Wow. New Orleans goes 0-2. Is the skies the skies, you know, with uh, Phil Mal, uh Who's the other guy? Uh, well, Anthony Hargraves got, got released. And Smith's actually Newton, back. Cam Newton did not have a great week last week. And he's, you know, seeing, you know, RG3 light up the, the Saints is going to motivate him to do it in front of his home crowd. So I, it's my logic on Carolina. They're going to win. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think New Orleans is going to pull it out. I think Darren Sproles is a must start. I think Jimmy Graham's going to have an amazing game. Um, I think, you know, maybe Devon Hammond, you know, I don't know what, uh, maybe Colston will give me a couple of touchdowns and he'll actually maybe get a touchdown this week. I think it'll be a high scoring game, like a 38, 35, no defense. And uh, that's going to be a very good game to watch. Um, is D'Angelo Williams to start this week? Absolutely not. I think Jonathan Stewart's going to come back and have a good game. Brandon LaFell and Steve Smith are not a bad pickup. Greg Olson out there at tight end is not bad. Uh, Houston Jackson, though, Houston's seven point favorite. Um, you know, Jacksonville's not a bad team. Not a bad team at all. And, you know, Jacksonville, Maurice True, uh, I think we'll have a pretty good game. Jacksonville's horrible, bro. They're not. They're not extremely bad. Blaine Gabbert is not a bad quarterback, and they might. They might make surprise some people. Oh, but a dollar on Blaine Gabbert. I don't. You know. I think Justin Blackman's a star. Houston's defense amazing. Matt Schaub, I mean, Arian Foster, Ben Tate, uh, Kevin Walters, Andre Johnson are all guys you need to star. Um, no, but the way Tate, I look at it, in the next two two years from now, is Drew going to be there? Probably not. He's he's going to force his way out. He doesn't want to be there. Who? That team's going to move to L.A. 
that could be a team that moves to LA, but that guy can't bottom, so I don't know. But they're they don't they don't draw really well. They're, they're, they're a bad they're a bad team. Bad venue. You been to a game, Teddy? Yeah, yeah. I used to live in Ponte Vera Beach. You know, right? You know you are. You went there with Craig Smith too. Um, Washington and St. Louis. RG three is a must start. Pierce Garçon's probably going to be deactivated, so you want to pick up a couple of the receivers from the Redskins. Um, Alfred Morris is a great start. Uh, St. Louis, uh, Bradford, and uh, maybe the, the, the guy, what's his name, Armagella, I can't pronounce his name, the wide receiver. Who? Oh. He's a white guy, 16. What's his name? Do you know his name, Ben? No, I which ain't heard Which team are we talking about? Rams. Rams. I'm drawing a blank myself. Got it. Well. No, no, no. Teddy, what's the guy's name? Danny Amendola. There you go, Teddy. Teddy sketches just want a new car. Woo! Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't even give me a fucking down payment on a car, bro. Shut up, Teddy. You want a new car. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, give it. What, what kind of car is it? I need it right now. Um, it's a Mercedes 2011. I'm going to drive it down to A1A and run someone over. Oh, that's that's great, Teddy. We're not talking about your personal life. You might be arrested tonight. <laughs> let's let's go through these games quick, guys. Dallas, Seattle. Uh, Teddy's a huge Dallas fan. Oh, Teddy, give me give me give me who's Tony where Romo. All right, um, two TDs. I'm expecting um, Win Win's gonna have a nice part of the game, but I'm just gonna TD from Bryant. But I'm also expecting uh, Demarco Murray to have a a nice rushing TD, no less, no less than that. And tell tell the uh, girl in the in the back peanut gallery to shut up unless she wants to come on the air. Um, Brian doesn't uh, shut up unless you want to come on the air. Honey, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't talk gay sports like you do. Uh, oh, hey, I love sports, so it is what it is. Dallas, Dallas, Seattle. I think Seattle pulls it out. Um, I think Tony Romo has a great game. I think Russell Wilson, Marshall Lynch, Four TDs, bro. Four TDs. Uh, Edwards. It's going to be a close game, but I think uh, Romo will choke. New Jersey, Pittsburgh. This is a pretty. Oh, you're pretty, such a loser. Romar will choke. Little loser. You never know. He's always choked, Teddy. He's been choking. Sorry, this is 2007 uh, when uh, Gronkowski or whatever that guy's name was kicking the field goal. Dramatica. Yeah, he did. You remember that? You remember that when he missed it? Yeah, I did. That scarred me for life. I I, I actually killed someone that that night. Oh God, well that's that's your personal life. New Jersey, Pittsburgh. Who likes in this game? Ben Roethlisberger, Jeff, Jonathan Dyer, Mike Wallace, uh, Rashad Mendenhall is not coming back. Isaiah Redman could be a, a sleeper pick, but I think Jonathan Dyer is going to have a good game if healthy. I'm starting him over Benson. I'm going to roll with the dice. I don't know if I'm going to start Ben Roethlisberger. Daryl Revis is out. Uh, he's not going to play, so he hasn't been out in a while. So the Jets going to be really well. A lot of people are going out on the woodworks and saying, "God, Mark Sanchez. Hey, Mark Sanchez is dating Eva Lagoria. Now he's maybe really getting some good ass." So he's playing like a fucking winner right now. It says what a pretty boy he is. Um, he's, he's really Mark stepping up. I lean towards Pittsburgh in this game because they're at home, and even though Paul, Molly, and Harrison are out, I, I actually Harrison's going to play. Harrison's back. James Harrison's going to play this week. That's the Jackson's best for Harrison. I heard Harrison's not playing. That's what I heard. But maybe I'm wrong. I actually, I'll I actually read on ESPN today he was actually James Harrison's going to be playing. Um, he is going to Sorry. Well, that's yeah, I still yeah, think I even if he was, and I still think Pittsburgh wins. I mean, 
I'm still I'm still high on the Jets. I think they just beat a very lowly Buffalo team last weekend at home, so I'm not too high on the Jets. Do you think Tebow's going to get in this game and do all right? Huh? Do you think Tebow's going to surprise some people? He, he could. He could. I mean, he he he's, he did well against the Steelers last year in the playoffs, but, I mean, that, I mean, I actually think for Tebow, I think it's really hard for him to be coming in for, you know, 10 to 15, 5 to 10, 15 snaps a game and kind of being like a, you know, kind of a little secret kind of weapon thing. I I think he he only really can be effective if he's able to play for the bad bulk and he can be a starter. If he's coming in for spot minutes, we've seen this with people, you know, it's, I, I can't think of any team that's really successfully pulled off the two-quarterback system. you got to have one guy in there almost all the time. And if Tebow's – I mean, you know, if they're going to try to convert him to sort of a wildcat thing, I, I don't see him making much of a dent this week or the season unless he gets to become a full-time starter. And they won't do that. So I don't see him having much of a game. And, guys, as, as I say, we got two minutes left in the show. We'll get to the game. We're, we're going we're gonna to surprise you and get to the games on Sunday. you got to listen to Sunday's show. Teddy, are you going to be on Sunday's show this week? Teddy. No. Teddy. Uh, he's, he's, I'm gonna, are you going to be on Sunday's show? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll be on Sunday. Yo, guess what? Tiny just told me that D-back just hit Penn. They beat him with a pitch. On the first pitch, because he had a fucking grand slam last time around. Oh, jeez. I have to watch that. Is there a fight? That's garbage, man. That's garbage. Oh, that's pretend. But, guys, let me give a little tell about our show. Yeah, Sam, you show on Sunday. Back. They're horrible team, man. Fuck her kids, and I hate them. Yeah. That's, that's baseball for you guys. That's, that's Pence is going to hopefully beat them up. But Sunday show, we got an amazing show. We talk fantasy football for one hour. So that's nine o'clock on the West well, Coast, twelve o'clock on the twelve o'clock on the East Coast. And guys, let's say it like this: We had an amazing show, and as as we're gonna do, we're just gonna get better and better. We're gonna have night shows. You got to I gotta thank my guests today, Roger. You brought it. Thank you, Ben Parker. You brought it. Where are you going? Teddy Sketches. You brought it. And Rick Camacho, you brought it. And no other than your host, Brian Kaiserman. You brought it. And guys, be safe this weekend. Enjoy yourself. Don't drink and drive. Enjoy life. And remember, guys, whatever team wins, just be excited. And if you got any fantasy questions, listen to the show on Sunday. We will tell you updates. We'll tell you people that are hurt. And, guys, as I say it is, this is so long from Brian with Soul Kitchen Radio. You had, we, again, we had some great show tonight. And go Dolphins. Fins up. Go Cowboys. Two weeks, we'll be live from Arizona, our first ever time from Arizona. So this show's just getting bigger and bigger. And everyone, have a good night, and thanks for calling Soul Kitchen Radio. And this is your host again, sign off, Brian Kaiserman. Thanks, Ben. Please call our show on Sunday. Teddy, thanks for bringing it, guys. And take care, guys, and have a great night. I go so, yes sir, I flow so, I go so, I flow so, hey, guarantee you ain't see nothing like this, tell PDs like Mr. Lee Spikes this, I'm a performer and a writer, in the studio pulling all nighters, I swear to God I do it for the life, so close your eyes, it's like I'm sitting right beside you, I'm 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.